Turn it off, turn it off. Who put that? No, it's not. It's not, it's not. It's not coming home. It's not. That's not happening. Turn it off. Thank you. Right. We are here with the Demon Football Show. The DFS sale is now on. I'm joined, as always, by the, my marvellous host, Evan. Yes, the one and only Evan. I just called you my host as well. It's a bit odd, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's like ooh. we're both co-hosting. She <laughs> uh, started the fight early because, also known, uh, he did predict that Chelsea is going to win the Premier League and he hates European football. Anyway, uh, Evan's projecting. Uh, we are joined <laughs> for the second week in the, war- in the row by a wonderful guest this time. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Adam. I present with Evan on a Monday the A&E show, which is a very interesting show, actually. But yeah, I'm looking forward to guesting on this. Thanks for having me. No worries. What time is it on Mondays again? Three to four, Three right? to four, Three yeah. Three to four, make sure to listen. And also, please, check in with the Demon FM Twitter. I have already posted a poll for the final. I want to get everyone's thoughts. By the end of the hour, we're going to reveal the results. Who do you think is going to win? The Goat or the Ninja Turtle? <laughs> No, I've not heard the Ninja Turtle somehow before. Really? But that makes so much sense. He is Leonardo. It makes so much sense. Because um, it's the blue one. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get it, I get it. You, you didn't need to explain it, that's why. <laughs> anyway, we are here with the Demon uh, Football Show Christmas Special. Is um, it? Yes, it is. Remember, it's the Christmas Special. Oh, okay. Um, and when by Christmas Special, we mean we are going to talk about the World Cup. Uh, Which know, is in Christmas. Christmas Special. Um, so, since... the. Last episode, we had just gone through the round of 16 group stage. Lots of stuff. Since then, we've had some crazy quarterfinals, we, we semifinals. Have, I we, think we were talking about it with uh, Adam as we were walking down. We had crazy quarterfinals and pretty boring semis. Yeah, they were, they were semifinals. I mean, they're not exactly boring. boring. By, just ex- I, I wouldn't say they're boring, just by the standards of the quarter and, se- and the round of 16. The quarters were so crazy. Well, the semis were just very straightforward wins, I thought. Yeah. That's, that's all. Um, I mean, yeah. when I'm looking up and down the quarters, they were all wars. They were all battles. I'm not, I'm not kidding. There Everyone was, deserved There the, was dog everywhere. There was dog everywhere. So much dog. And also, there's a clip going out on social media of a certain someone from this show saying that Croatia has the dog in them. And someone say, come on, okay. Brazil is going to win, I, come I, I on. I want to hear that full clip, though, because you did not predict Croatia to go through from my I memory. don't know what you're saying. But that clip works very never... nicely for you to say Croatia going through. I would never gaslight everyone. Like, I, yeah, I'll hold my hands up and say I gave Croatia no chance. Fair play. I did give them a chance. I told you, they have the dog in them. Yeah, but... Uh, you made it look like you absolutely predicted it. But I did it! (laughs) (laughs) In my version of history, I did. You're waffling. It was a very bold prediction, though. Fair play. Fair play. I I did predict that, yeah. There's a reason I wrote them (laughs) off, but, you know, you'd expect... I mean, Brazil were the team. I mean, you want to start with this game? Since we we, we already mentioned it. Croatia-Brazil, which was one all after extra time, and then Croatia winning 4-2 on penalties. What is your thoughts on actually Neymar going fifth? I think it's a stupid idea. Self, yeah, he wants all the glory on him. Selfish. I don't, I don't know if he made that decision or um, Tito. Tite. Tite. It's difficult. Nah, it would have been Neymar. He thinks he, he, he thinks he's he. Look, he's the manager, the manager has the final say. And you have the same with Salah and Afcon with him going fifth. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think, I think it's a tactical thing. But for me, it would make I, I can appreciate the idea of not putting your best kick taker first. Obviously, but yeah. I would think maybe instead, teams are now learn maybe you put them third or fourth, so when it can yeah. begin to kind of be like a kind of 
um, need to score situation. Yeah, because he didn't even take a penalty, and that's very sad. Yeah. And uh, also, like, yeah, they send like the young Rodrigo who doesn't have much experience to the Wolves. Go first. I'm yeah. like the kid, leave him alone. <laughs> it was the other player, Miss Marquinhos. Uh, yes, he yeah. hit the post. He hit the, the post. Decisive penalty. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we're not taking anything away from the Croatian goalkeeper who has I been like. Livakovic, goalie of the tournament for me. Like, yeah, for me, he's been very good. Absolutely. I mean, shout out to, you know, Bono from U2, who was representing Morocco. <laughs> uh, God, some other great points. Ochoa and someone, there's someone else who's really good I can't think of, but like, mm-hmm. I think Livakovic was just and different levels. It's the same, because Neymar scored a very nice goal before that. I was like, Damn. Yeah, that was a great goal. That's a great goal. Brazil has all the goals for the competition, like contenders, but they, they just bottled I th- it. I think Rashardson's goal against Serbia. That's the goal in the tournament for me. Goal. Is that the bicycle kick? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll go in mind, I'm going to save that for later. Um, um, I will say just this. I am disappointed by Brazil, obviously, but I'm more like, I'm baffled by Neymar. I think Neymar, and I, I don't know if this is controversial or not, will go down as a big what-if in history. For yeah. me, he is a what-if. Because after 2017, when he decided to leave Barcelona, he had the world at his feet. He was like, I c- he could be anyone's goat. He could go to any place. He could do anything. But after that, it was just wrong after wrong after wrong decision I for me. It kind of depends if he could still win the Champions League in the next few years. And that could kind of change the conversation a bit. Because Maybe. I hope so. But I'm like, I, I don't know what went wrong with him. And with, uh, I mean... The World Cup 2018 was very bad. His performance was very bad. Yeah, I mean, and also, I think this is going to be a difficult one, I'd imagine, for Brazilian fans to kind of take because they did play pretty well in all the games, yeah. you know? Like, it's not like you can kind of point at an obvious area of fault and go, no. well, this is what's wrong. And also that they've got a very good team and uh, yet they still went out, yeah. you know? But to be fair, I, I, I wouldn't be that sad because they do have, like, a team who are going to be in the next World Cup and they're going to be great. Like they, yeah. it's not like an aging team or anything. They yeah. have so many good youngsters that are going to represent them. So, tell you what, big mistake was as a Brazil manager, not bringing Bobby Firmino. <laughs> then that is why. That is why they were knocked out. I, I think. <laughs> I do think one thing you could point out was maybe not involving Bruno Guimarães more. You yeah, know, he's yeah. Uh, that was a big mistake, actually. Yeah. And I think perhaps, especially in that Croatia game, when you do kind of need to break a team down. Bringing him on would be excellent. I want to give full credit to Croatia as well. I do not think. Oh they, yeah, they're amazing. For me, they didn't luck that win. They defended excellently for so long as well. When was that Brazil goal scored? Hundred fifth minute. Yeah. So they held on beyond ninety minutes, and it yeah. wasn't. You know, they defended so well, so well structured. They eventually lost, but then when they got their chance, they were clinical, and it was a good counter attack. It was as well. It wasn't just lump up the ball and someone ran onto it. A nice, quick, flowing move. People moving around, and the guys. Uh, it's Petkovic is in the box at the right time. Like I was just really impressed by them, and that's you know in knockout football, it's a bit different to league football where you can say one team deserves to yeah. win just because they play better, and, you know the more exciting play. But in knockout football, it doesn't matter. You know, it's all about just getting through the one game. Yeah. So for me, Croatia absolutely earned. I love Croatia. I always did. I am happy that uh, even if even if they didn't went to the final, they went to the semi-final. That's a big deal. Like final and the next year semi-final being Croatia of all people. Yeah. I'm happy that my childhood hero still deserves his gold status. He finally, finally, some people have started debating that maybe he belongs in the gold CMs. He is. I I don't know about. I will, time, I, will, I will answer this. He has a Ballon d'Or. Xavi never had one. Iniesta never had one. But I also think, like, 
you know, I imagine there are some of the greatest who also did not get a Ballon d'Or. I don't think that would oh, define you. I mean, yeah, obviously. That, that that does define you in the recent era. It doesn't define you in the past, obviously. Yeah. I think if we talk about 21st century, you could put Modric up. I just oh, think yes. there'd be a few others that would edge. Because, like, if you ask me three for the 21st century, I'm going with Xavi, Iniesta and Modric because they were all three amazing. Yeah. Still mad to this day how Michael Owen got the Ballon d'Or once. And was it um, 2001? Yeah, that was a weird He was pretty one. exceptional. Yeah, he was. He was a young player. He, when he was young, he was out of this world. I think yeah. he was... I mean, we're going to have that debate another time because we, uh, we, were, we were thinking, like, you were saying, like, Suarez was the best attacker Liverpool ever had, and I'm like, no. I, I was saying in recent memory. Like, I mean, So not, not still, talking about, you know, Rush. Okay, maybe and, I'm like, maybe I'm old, Leash but, like, that. prime Fernando Torres, very good. I think that's he wasn't there long enough. Though. I think that's nostalgia goggles for me personally, but... I'm maybe gonna, it's for me as well. <laughs> I'm going to move on to... Okay. What game do we want to talk about next? Um, uh, let's talk about the game of the tournament. Argentina Netherlands. Yeah, that it was is, a... <laughs> Mad game. Um, I love when the game has drama, and that game was all drama, all drama. Yeah. I don't know what to start with. Um, there's a lot of uh, S-word, the uh, Housery awards given in this <laughs> game. Yeah. First of all, why didn't the referee couldn't like the referee completely lost control of the game from the start? Yeah. He was awful. <laughs> he's been. I mean, I don't know if he was going to referee another game in the tournament, but he's been sent at home, hasn't he? I have. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they said on commentary that it was already his last scheduled game. Oh, right. So yeah, I think then it's like, articles yeah. took that as like, yeah. so then they could get a lot of clicks by people thinking they'd been kicked off the tournament or something. I mm. think that's what the case is. But like, yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're going to hand out that many, you'll hand out yellow cards for so many trivial reasons. When someone like Paredes just boots the ball deliberately at like yeah, 20 people. Yeah, and you don't do anything. And you don't, yeah, exactly. It's like, And then like Messi had a handball. He didn't get a yellow card, but it's like, yeah. damn. One thing I will say though is that a lot of people have kind of gone to the corruption angle and it's like no I don't think it's a corruption angle I think it was just incompetent yeah because I think you know I can understand that in a World Cup that was essentially given to Qatar through corruption oh yeah you know it's not going to be like the most out of this world thing if there was corruption in this tournament you can't rule it out completely but at the same time if there is this idea that you have to let Argentina go through to the final why give the Netherlands 10 minutes of added time where they score their equaliser if you're this referee who's trying to corruptly let Argentina go for it. You just let them win. You just have them win two one. He was very lenient with Argentina, it, but it doesn't, it's fine. it doesn't make sense. You know, it goes. It contradicts, and that's where people. I, I, d- just kind of I don't think it's corruption. It's favoritism. Exactly. It always exists. Let's be fair. I, I wasn't expecting from the, any one of the referees in the semi-finals to go insane if Argentina or France did something wrong. Yeah. You know, just saying. It's just favoritism. It, there's nothing wrong. And I love that it's like, it's hosted in Qatar. I'm like, the previous one was in Russia. What are you talking about? This yeah. is corruption. It's <laughs> at its finest. But I love that game. I love that game because of the drama. The goals were amazing. Hey, Netherlands didn't give up. Yeah. Weghorst. Oh, my God. Weghorst. Former Burnley. Not even a real name. Yeah, it's not Weghorst. even a real you name. You sound like a Harry Potter character. Wagu Weghorst. Woot Weghorst. Weghorst. The thing that makes it funny is like two of the players that you think would least likely have an altercation, like Messi and Weghorst. Like some, yeah. Messi's some guy who got relegated with Burnley. Because <laughs> did you see him in the tunnel? Like when he's getting interviewed, he, yeah. he said he shouted something at him. I don't know what I can't remember what he said. He I'm just... like, damn, the guy who really gave it was Burnley against like a seven-time Ballon d'Or winner. <laughs> damn. Uh, speaking of other games, Morocco Portugal. I mean, Morocco did crash out of the semis, but oh my god, can we talk about like how insane it is that Morocco made it? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, so insane. Big up Samuletto for predicting the exact path of games. <laughs> I mean, really, I, I say credit, but at the same time, he threw so much at the wall that I think mean, oh, it was yeah. just something. Stuck. He put Qatar being England into the like and going to the quarterfinals, you know. But yeah, prediction. first African team in the semi-finals that, ever. That, that Moroccan striker though, is Al Naziri. He's a baller. So, so good. Yeah. Player, yeah. He he is good. Hey, he could be easily getting a good transfer this January. You never mm. know. He's yeah. been very good. Their goalkeeper has been outstanding as well. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean... U2 by day. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to the... I'm going to queue up a U2 song. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened follow. to the dog in the Portugal team. It wasn't all over the place. People would say, like, oh, Ronaldo... And yeah, so the rest of the players were playing so great. Yeah. Yeah, they did so much stuff. They did nothing. There was a part of me that sort of, when they're all lying on the floor, the Portugal players, I was just like... <laughs> I don't hate Portugal. I have every reason to hate them, and I don't. Like Bernardo Silva, I, I, he is. I cannot stand that man, and I was so happy really? to see him. Yeah, because he, I think he's a very ignorant man. <laughs> lots of lots of the Portuguese players are, I'll say, wily. Like you know, Fernandez Silva, like yeah, okay. they'll they'll win. They'll kind of go over the top with how they win fouls. They'll kind of yeah. But, like, they're talented. Like, I'm sorry. No, what, Portugal has talented. Yeah. What still annoys me to this day about Bernardo Silva, you could, be called, you could say I'm petty, but when Liverpool won the league, like, we played Man City, we had a guard of honour, he just refused to clap. I was just like, oh, I know. Oh boy. I'm going to queue up a song before we get to the big talking point, I think, for us. Oh, yes. There's yeah. a big oh, one Let's give us a bit of warm-up. I mean, um, oh, you're going to queue it up? Yeah. Uh, I will just, uh, a small touch on Portugal. This was the end for another goat as well. This is the end of the international career of Ronaldo. Respect. I think he said it's not certainly the end of his. To career. be fair, but at the same time, respect for all he has done. He has done a lot for Portugal, and I mean for his own career, he's an incredible footballer. Respect. But well, L international trophy cabinet. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's honour one of the best keepers, um, at the World Cup with his musical career, which has got some really great songs on it. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, we're talking about Bono and his band. Oh my U2. god! Uh, I'm done with playing you. with or without you. <laughs> just now here on Demon FM. Stay you. tuned. And we'll talk about the England France quarterfinal and more stuff after that. Was Yasin Bounou, a Moroccan goalkeeper, with "With or Without You"? Classic song. We'd recommend listening to more of his music. You know, I heard he's got a great album called The Joshua Tree. I think that's a big influential album that he released with his band. That he's got on the side of being a professional footballer, of course. Uh, this is the Demon Football Show, the DFS. Uh, we are here to talk about... Uh, is it though? Is it a football show? Yes. You won't stop talking about you two? Um, can you stop with your dad We joke? are here to talk about the World Cup. You're not the, even a dad. All things Christmas special related, including the World Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the World Cup and the World Cup. It's time to I talk about I mean, we're playing it. the Christmas tree formation. Exactly. It's time to talk about the England game. <sighs> <laughs> Let's That's go hard. through this. Uh, so I watched it with Evan and some of my flatmates. It that was, was intense. It was an yeah intense experience. There was a lot of screaming in that second half. Oh um, yeah, I watched it in bed because I was ill. Yeah, that I was rate, really depressing. I rate that. <laughs> I, yeah, that kind of really made it much better. I mean, um, my favorite memory of that was at full time. Someone was like really sad. Um, one of my flatmates' friends who was also there. And they were like, oh, I really can't. You, you got to turn this over, you know, turn this to a different channel. I've had that. I can't watch it anymore. I just turn on to like BBC Two or something, like, and like, there's a, it's a singing show, and Ollie Merz, she's like, oh, Ollie Merz, and suddenly everything's good again. That, that's 
that's the thing as I've grown up being an England fan. I, I just literally, as soon as, you know, the second yeah. the whistle goes and we're out, I'll just turn it off straight away. You just need Ollie Murs to, to yeah. heal the nation. To be <laughs> fair, he, 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 although I was annoyed that Ollie Murs, then Mo- Michael Bublé came on, so I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it was France 2, England 1. Uh, it was a good I don't think we can call it a kind of poor showing from England they, they, oh, no. they, they, it was they, a good performance we had a better team a lot of people will argue that about I, I thought it was pretty even I don't think I could really give a favourite but yeah I think both teams played well oh yeah it, uh, it, it came down to a certain penalty in the 84th minute yeah I think we do look we did look better as if we like compared to 2018 if we went to that final with France we would get destroyed yeah I think this is a way better showing mm. this team has grown I'm actually, you know what? I'm actually happy because we did have that um, discussion with Tony before. Because he was like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure he used the three in the back of the five. Yeah, I am. I was absolutely gobsmacked finding out he was South. It was the. It would have been the most Southgate thing to do. Yeah, and I'm like, no, he's going for it. We're attacking. We're playing to win. Yeah, so it was the least Southgate thing to yeah. go for a four at the back. But fair play, um, he did it, and I think it did pay off. You know, I don't think we could oh, say yeah. we really suffered from ple- from having one less centre-back, you know. No, 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 no. We we, we played and, well. And it Mbappe wasn't like... was contained, I'd say. Oh, like, very well contained. You know, like, he had about one or two runs past Walker and that was it. I you mean... Know, when we comp- talk about one of the best players in the world, that's a job well done. Exactly. Compare he, that to how he played against Morocco, not even close. Yeah. You know, he's always going to get a run in or something. That's inevitable. But, like, to handle it to such a low amount that we did, you know, that was very impressive. I, f- I wish low in that. F- I mean, Rashford is good at free kicks. Don't get me wrong. Like the last minute, but I was so hoping like on the pitch. I wish like Trippier or Madison was on the pitch for that last free yeah, kick. Yeah, I think if we had Trippier, it would be very good. Yeah. yeah, I think there could be. We could discuss cause some. Yeah, some of the what ifs with kind of like. I mean, I, I, I am a bit. Having, I get not having Trippier on the pitch. Mm. I think the main argument. I suppose you could say I, you definitely wouldn't stop him off for Walker. Is what I'm trying to say because Walker yeah. was dealing with Mbappe so long, but I f- so well. But I think you could argue that Shaw. Wasn't having as strong of a game, so maybe you put on Trippier at left yeah. back. But like he also like when he put Grealish, he put him like what two minutes before whistle time. Mm. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. At least make them a bit early. But it was pretty mad that neither team made a sub until the 75th. Yeah. Day, I think it was something like that. You know, like, France also held off for a long time to make their substitutes. I f- I didn't I, during the game. I didn't think much of Foden to be honest. Oh, because I think his, set, his corners were dreadful all throughout the game. That yeah, wasn't his, one corner, decent. his corners were not that good, but he was playing well. Like, yeah. He was trying to... Yeah, well, yeah, he had enthusiasm to win the ball and back and things yeah. like that. But I mean, okay, I'm not the guy who's going to cry about the refereeing, but let's say <laughs> it wasn't the best, let's be fair. Yeah, I think for me, I don't... I can understand the um, Saka call. Oh. I think, Although I think it was a foul, I think to turn it over with VAR, for example, if that happened on... Um, in the Prem and we saw it on mm. Match of the Day, you know, the pundits would be complaining about, you know, VR is there to overturn the clear and obvious and to kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, the big, the much bigger fouls where that was a kind of more like yeah. minimal contact where it is a free kick because there's contact, Saka goes to ground, but it's minimal. So I can, I can kind of understand, I can di- I can live with that basically. I was, I was pissed off with the second penalty yeah. because we literally had to stop the game and someone had to force him to give that penalty. Yeah. When literally the person was like, he literally launched him. But the biggest issue I think was not getting that third penalty, the um, Harry Kane decision uh, yeah. with him being shot on the very edge of the box. I think I'll have to look into, um, you know, let's do that now because my thinking was the only reason that wouldn't be given is that it's a VAR check for a penalty. 
and because maybe they decided it was just outside the edge of the box, perhaps with the rules of VAR, it wasn't. If it if they don't give a penalty, you know, and they overturn, they can't overturn it for a free kick. It's it's either a penalty or it's nothing. Maybe that's why. You know, it should have been a foul. I, anyway, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's out. like it's 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 weird. All I know is like I always I always love being a fan of this team, and then I regret it immediately. Yeah. Uh, every time depression leaves me. England plays an international world tournament. <laughs> and then the depression is back. It's so weird. Ever since the World Cup 2006, I love watching England. And I'm like, yes, you know what? This is going to be their year. And 2010, this is going to be their heartbreak. year. Every year, I'm like this. Like, this is going to be their year. No, it's never. Well, yeah, well, that's the stereotypical England. I do think, I was saying this on the um, show. In terms of World Cups, I think this might have been our best chance with this squad. And I know that seems kind of crazy because we're so new into it, you know, with Bellingham being so young, Foden, uh, Saka, so many of these players still... Yeah, know, yeah, some of them will be there. Just turning 21, you know, but and they will be here for the next two World Cups still in their prime, but Harry Kane is 29, oh, and not. his big benefit as a striker is that he's able to drop deep, move around, not just be some kind of target man who sits, you know, on the last centre-back. The fact he's, you know, mobile and linking up the play... I don't. I question whether he can do that at age 33 at the next World Cup. For the next Euros, I think he'll be all right. Oh, he will be all right for Germany, yeah. You know, we've got good strikers lined up to replace him, but not a Harry Kane. Harry Kane is a kind of generational striker for me. So He's a world-class guy. They're all predicting guy. that guy from Leeds as the next big English striker. Is it Joe, Gel- Joe Geldhart? Joe or Geldhart? They're really? all, yeah, and I, I actually think the next tournament we've got a few decent players that will come up, like Harvey Elliott and... Um, Mark Gay, I think he's got. I mean, Everton might get like a shout. Yeah, I don't think he's like that guy who went to Chelsea from Villa. That Chukwemeka is it? Oh, Chukwemeka, yeah. Yeah. You got lots of players from coming out from Chelsea. You know, Livermento, Levi Colwell, if he kind of Mm. develops at Brighton. Like, there's lots of players who could um, come. Realistically, it's not it's not the whole squad that worries me with terms of you know the future of England. It is the Harry Kane shaped hole as striker. Yeah. Yeah, because even goalkeeping, even if like um, um, Pickford cannot make the next one, Aaron Ramsdale is young yeah. enough; it's fine. Dean Henderson as well. Yeah, I, I just think there's this. I like it, Dean Henderson. I think when you have a golden generation like this, and you're living in it, it's it's can be easy to kind of not spot when is your true last chance and your kind of true peak. Yes, you can kind of think it's gonna go on for ages. So But you like get to compared, the next and then you're like, oh wait, that was our best chance. Compared to something like Belgium, yeah. I don't think our time is that over. I think we have a chance of making it at semis and finals in the next one. Yeah, maybe it's the optimist in me. But unlike Belgium, where like the moment they stepped on this tournament, I was like, yeah, 2018 was your chance. Mm-hmm. I do think though, um, I think the Euros we could we are still very much in there as favourites. Oh yeah, 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 we're favourites for the Euros. In terms of the Harry Kane, Harry Kane's England, I think the Euros is the last chance, but. I think the few, it's still we still could do very well. We still we have such talented midfielders and attackers that maybe you know link, oh, yeah, not having Kane's link up won't be as big of a miss because other people can make up for it. Um, but we'll see. We'll I have mean, to see. We'll a Euro trophy wouldn't be bad. Anything coming home would be good. At the a Euro spot. trophy would be amazing. We've won one. England has won one trophy in their history. Oh, Any they... trophy would be very yeah. nice. Oh yeah, you haven't won a Euro. Yeah, I forgot. No. Yeah, it must be nice. You know. Oh yeah, I was yeah we haven't won a World Euros Cup. We haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know I've just uh, looked up the uh, VAR, VAR thing. thing, so the Meccano foul on Harry Kane. So it was that VAR could only rule on a penalty and not a missed free kick. So they couldn't have turned it over to be a free kick on the edge of the box. Mm. So although it, the ref should have swatted it because it was a foul, yeah, you know, 
Um, they can't have then overturned it as anything else but either a penalty or nothing. Uh, but I do think a good criticism made, and we'll have a just very quick talk about it, is that there was just a lack of... It's, no, it's a common issue with VR, just the lack of communication and yeah. not understanding what's really going on, whether you're in the stadium, whether you're watching. It goes all the way back to the first the, incident of the World Cup with the Ecuador goal two minutes in being ruled out and no one really seeing why. It's the yeah. worst thing when you're actually in the stadium as a fan. Like you just don't have a clue what what yeah. what 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 you don't even know what they're looking at. To yeah, be literally. Cause, and because you're clueless, and, you don't, yeah. and then it's like, yeah, it's, I think, it's really annoying. I, I want to say in rugby that the mics are reffed up. Yeah, they no, are. No, yeah. Sorry, the, the refs are mic'd up. Not the mics are reffed up. That doesn't <laughs> make any sense. <laughs> the mics uh, are reffed up. <laughs> but yeah, so I think if I'm pretty certain that's the case, and what I've seen of rugby games, so having that would just be a huge bonus. But anyway, let's not. We can't bog down and be okay. Let's let me bring. No, 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 no. Oh, Before we go I to the semis, there's another England conversation that always comes around. We might as well talk about it. Let's talk about the Southgate-shaped elephant in the room. Uh, coming Ooh. into this, tournament, I'm not saying. I'm yeah. not saying he has to be sacked. I'm just saying, like, no, it can be a mutual thing. Like, do you think he should continue or not? Yes. Coming it. into this tournament, mm. I was kind of. I was a full supporter of Southgate. Um, at the same time, I wondered kind of how further he could take the squad beyond this World Cup. Yeah. Um, and I still kind of, I'm I'm very much still on the fence because that change to the four back and going and playing really well, going for it against the World Champions France has made me question a lot. Because even though we lost, we still did exceptionally well. Um, and it made me think that next time it will be a different result and things will go our way. That un- and it could happen under Southgate. So yeah. And I think what makes the big kind of what makes me kind of inch towards saying I'd give him another go with another tournament is I don't see an obvious replacement. Well, um, here's the thing. That's why I'm bringing the conversation. There's a rumor. And I know rumors are rumors, but it's very prevalent in the media that Pochettino wants the job. He's no, interested in England. I, I don't think... Uh, I, personally, I think the foreign managers, we tried it before and it doesn't work. Yeah, you tried it only once. No, twice. And yeah, as, a country, as a country who has won a Euro with a foreign manager... Eh, I mean, I call X and Fabio Capello, but, but I think I uh, like with all the people like dissing Southgate. You got you got to look at what he's done. He's been no, the most he, successful manager since Alf. I Alf never Ramsey. said he's not yeah. the best. He is the best you have seen the last yeah, year. Yeah, he's best people seen. Like, but yeah. I'm like I'm feeling the same thing I felt with uh, Del Bosque after the um, the second Euro Spain won. I'm like, where do we go from here? And then he stayed, and then Spain was abysmal, and I'm like. Maybe he should have left after three. I, I think look, three competitions are a lot. If they'd won three tournaments in a row, then it's like you could. All, it's it's impossible yeah. to say what what else could. He, you know, he's done everything. I think yeah, well, well, where, where else can you go? And that's why I think uh, going back to club football. If Guardiola wins Champions League with Man City, I think he's going to be like, right, I've done it now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave. I mean, I do. I just think it's very difficult as a fan to kind of say to look at managers who are around yeah. and say which one should come in because if you look at is national football right now. I think we could probably say that the three kind of managers with the best kind of club reputation would be Hansi Flick, Luis Enrique, and Roberto Mancini. One of them didn't qualify for this World Cup. Yeah. One of them got knocked out in the group stage, Hansi Flick. And, you know, one of them went out in the round of 16 and is now no longer even Spain manager. That is true. I know you could make, the, you could absolutely make the case, and I would agree, that England do have a much better squad than Spain or Germany. That doesn't mean Germany should be going out of the group stage, and that doesn't mean that Spain should be losing to Morocco. I don't know. I, I can see Southgate sticking for the next Euro, yeah. Yeah. but I am. At, I, I feel the same thing with the boss where I'm like, 
maybe we should change. You've been here three competitions. I don't know what else can you do. Mm. Maybe a new fresh I just do think set though, of eyes. Or I think mm -hmm. if he had played the free back as he always does, and yeah. did the Southgate, you know what we the have come to know as the Southgate style yeah. in the quarterfinal, and we lost, then I think the argument of what else could he bring makes a lot of sense because he's now tried his thing and it hadn't worked. But now he's bringing something new to the table. I mean, it's so basic, just playing, yeah. you know, a slightly more attack formation. But, like, now he's bringing something new. It's like, okay, I want to see that now in another tournament against more big teams. And I want to see how that goes. There is, he's he's shown what else he can bring. I just called Total BS on the, the England manager needs to be English. I mean, show me one who has I won think, the Premier League. I think the thing is with the that is that there should be England man we should have a plethora of options to choose for. I saw a point made in the James Lawrence Allcourt video mm. Roy's chat on this chat on this um what's it called this show Sorry, but yeah. it was a kind of point that there should be this kind of bunch of in young English managers given time given opportunities maybe given opportunities in the uh, England backroom stuff so mm -hmm. give them coaching opportunities with the under 21s the under 18s the under 19s give them opportunities as assistant manager to Southgate you know deputies like how get them this international experience and then they can naturally become the successors as a nation as big kind of footballing as england england's one of the biggest footballing nations in the world you know with the premier league especially you know financially it's one of the biggest there should yeah. not be a need to kind of look abroad for other managers because we don't have enough good ones in yeah but england. some of them that, are world class a, it's a failure of the fa and no i think the like, two well the, the two most obvious candidates to replace Southgate right now, what they won't leave because they're, you know, I, I would have said Graham Potter, but he's at Chelsea, he's doing just well joined Chelsea, and, and, and he's doing an amazing job. Exactly. Chelsea, you're not going to get him out of that. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking possibly, although he's Welsh, he probably wouldn't. But Steve Cooper, I, I see Welsh. Yeah, he's I've Welsh. been saying Steve see, Cooper for ages. That's, I didn't even that's, know that. that's my problem yeah. as well. Is like he his accent when he talks. See, oh, he's Welsh. Yeah, madness. Yeah. Sorry, it's the same issue I have with Brendan Rodgers. He's from Northern Ireland. I yeah, think, but I think I, Brendan, what, that's Coop, a good show. Cooper having, be great manager for England. But Cooper specifically having international manager experience with the England, I think it was under 21s. Mm. Yeah. That's what makes me kind of think Steve Cooper because he, international management is a different game and it's not something where you just transfer all your skills and you go... I know. You know, with, I, I've watched Luis Enrique yeah. Spain, I know. <laughs> so I think in with the current state of, you know, English managers, I would... I wouldn't be opposed to an international manager, but at the same time, it's silly that England should have to rely on getting someone international just because there is there aren't enough young English managers coming through. A lot of the Chelsea fans want Tuchel. As the I was about to say that, but yeah. like, to, yeah, Tuchel is a good manager. He's yeah. too defensive, too defensive for me. Mm. The talent of so he's Southgate. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna... he played four in like one tournament, so and now he became your god. So, so you want to bring something new. And then, look, if you could, Southgate's main floor, too conservative, too defensive, yeah. and you and we're all saying, well, let's try something new. Yeah, I was thinking about what Pochettino. What is the point of then bringing someone with that exact same set of flaws? Respect. There is no point in that, in my opinion. I do understand that. But, yeah. like, yeah, I was thinking about Pochettino. And, like, if you ask me who's the next English manager who, like, should be English, it should be Eddie Howe, but he's not done yet, so obviously. I think, yeah. I, I think we say that, but at the same time, we don't know how good he'd be as an international manager. It's a it's a very yeah. difficult, but and he could just all go wrong. just because he's good at club. It doesn't transfer well necessarily into international, and that's why I lean towards Steve Cooper. But why I also would lean more to someone who has been in Southgate's backroom and perhaps has some club experience. They've gone there, but we don't have that, and we yeah, should. It's very just, annoying. Just like yeah, because Round like let's be honest, the if, if it was the face. Uh, 
because they all care about this marketing and money, it would be some former player, and that doesn't work that easily. Yeah, we saw that with. They're looking at Steven Gerrard. I bet you. I, I hope he doesn't get. Uh, it, don't look at failed managers. I'm sorry. You shouldn't look either Gerrard or Lampard. I'm well, sorry. I wouldn't be opposed to right now. Is same even like... with Rooney. I'm yeah. sorry. He went to America again. You just killed your career. What I wouldn't be opposed to with is taking a Gerrard um, or or a Rooney because Rooney did a good job at Derby. No. You know, Gerrard, Rooney, any of them, and then you put them in the England backroom. You put them there and you give them experience, and then maybe they could take over as the maybe. international manager. But just Do... chucking them in, yeah, they will fail. Of course. You, if you give them, you know, international experience, that will change a lot. And it's just, I, I, oh, it's, it really gets me annoyed because it's just such an obvious fix. Well, I know, like, no. John Tay's trying to get all his coaching back, badge stuff. He should try and get in there. And oh, back, just, no, back I don't want John Terry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, John Terry. no. Um, anyway, just sorry. get better than Rogers. I love Rogers. I've rambled on for a while, though, about that coach. Should okay. we the semi for semis now? Yes, they're very simplistic semis, I would say. I like the alliteration there. Very nice. Simplistic okay. semis. Uh, Argentina 3, Croatia 0. I think this is finally Argentina not just winning on dog. No, just winning, winning on being, winning. <laughs> yeah. Being, and they've grown into this tournament gradually. I think I've always, I've, I've all, I backed them. Probably, I've only, the main reason I backed them is because I picked them as my winner before the tournament started. No, I it's the same. To, I did, yeah. I wanted to kind of stick to that. But at the same I, time. I just picked yeah. them because I wanted to see the goal to win the World Cup. Yeah. That's it. I think it's evident, you know, with their South American rivals, Brazil, that it doesn't matter. That what you know, it's not about just being the best from yeah, the start. Yeah. It really matters when that you're at your best. Because if you're at your best in the last sixteen, that's great. But then you might get knocked out of the quarterfinals like Brazil did. Uh, so. Again, I've said it a thousand times. They just remind me of 2010 Spain. Not in quality, Jesus, no, not even close. But in like performance, where you are like, what are they doing when they lose at the start? And then you are, they start to oh, warming gosh. up, and you're like, I see something, but I don't think you have the killer in you. And then they just become better and better yeah. and better, and you're like, okay, we're going for it then. Uh, Lionel Messi has just been he's he's a top goal scorer top assist at this World he's Cup he's amazing he's doing an absolute madness and like, fair play to him I wasn't expecting anything less from the goat I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> I was expecting the rest of Argentina to let him down but he hasn't been let down yet I've also been very impressed by Julian Alvarez because I expected it to be you know, he's Messi. very good I expected it to be Messi and Martinez yeah. and that was the Argentina thing but no um, Julian Alvarez has stepped mm. up in an enormous way in the First World Cup. Uh, a lot of pressure has been on Lotaro, and every time he misses, everyone's like, Ooh, Lotaro is bad. I'm like, calm down. He's a 21 year old kid. So many. There's Lissandro Martinez, Emmy Martinez, Lotaro Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're, they're, they're putting uh, too much pressure on a young kid. Calm down, everyone. I'd, I'd, I must admit, I'll say it now. I cannot stand Emmy Martinez. I think he's so no, arrogant. It. The the S Housery yeah. in yeah, that last year. Oh, so good. So But good. he's a good good he's a good at his position. Yeah. He's amazing. Um but yeah, I think I like France. Uh, I like sorry, I like Argentina. <laughs> I like should we move on to France? Because I think it's there's yeah. not much to say about the, just, the It was a straightforward win for Argentina at the end, really. Yeah. And then France I mean, fair play once again to Morocco. Oh, they, they gave it their all. That was a, I know it was a two 0 loss, but you know, they have they're more if they're more clinical, that goes to extra time. At least, you know, for me, they made some big chances in the six yard, 12 yard, you know, area, but they just couldn't finish it. But France could, and that's what sent them through. Uh, exactly. They did, like, look, going into the tournament, they did have a, you know, really good squad. I think and a lot of people did, like, you know, they got Ziyech and Endazeri yeah, and that. Yeah. that Bufal as well, he's good. Mm. Hakimi. I mean, Hakimi, yeah. I remember saying, it, for me, when we were doing our group predictions on this show, it was between, I, I put Canada in second because I really <laughs> wanted them to go through. Like, oh, I want it. And I thought, you know, stuff would click earlier than maybe it 
it will because I think they're a young squad. I think it will click for them eventually. But I was saying, you know, my he- my head says Morocco goes through because I-, I wrote off Croatia for some reason, and my heart says Canada. Oh, if I if I backed Morocco, I'd be feeling so like full of myself right now. But oh well. Um, yeah, well, yeah. as a guy who fully backed Croatia, <laughs> yeah, fair to point. beat Brazil. <laughs> okay, all jokes aside, I mean. France is impressive. They have always been. They have quality. They've, there's nothing wrong with them. They're, I mean, there's something that to me that feels off, but it's mainly because a lot of players that I really like are missing from the squad. Mm. But shout out to Chaumendi, not only for his goal against England, but he has picked up his game in pretty much every game. I to about The fact that, you know, I, I, kind of, I forgot almost, this sounds silly, but I just forgot that Kante and Pogba were injured. You know, yeah. they're two, France is too... Almost like two of the star players, not just main, not just starting midfielders, but star players go. Yeah. Too many steps in, and you don't feel their loss. Exactly. And He's for a twenty twenty for a twenty twenty year old, no, He's that 20, means yes. over a thousand years old. Uh, for a twenty two year old, that is exceptional. That is absolutely exceptional from him. Yeah, yeah. He's Can amazing. I, can I just say actually, I um put. I just realised. I remember. So like in October, I've screenshotted it. Me and my, you know that ge- them generator things online where you can put all the scores in. Yeah, yeah. 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 I literally have on the 21st of October predicted France versus Argentina in the final. <laughs> well, well done. That. Respect. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember speaking to you did say, you know, that Chua, Evan, that Chua Many would have a big World Cup. Yeah, I did say really that. But like, come okay, to his own. For people who will call me here, Brooklyn, I didn't say that because he's a Real Madrid player, because I really thought Chum, it's Chua Mendes' time because the two injuries happened and I'm like, it's time. He yeah. will have the midfield to his own. He will have a great support system from the back and the front. He's going to rule France. And he did. He's very good. I mean, if we talk about someone else who's also a um, technically mm-hmm. a midfielder in this game, Antoine Griezmann has been absolutely fantastic he's a, for He's France. been everywhere. He's shown why he was, you know, one of the world's, really one of the world's, like, best attackers or, you know, he best players. To, he used to At be, At a yeah. point in time, like, with Atletico Madrid in his prime, you know, it kind of went wrong as Barcelona, but now he's back at Atletico. He's got that confidence again, I think, and he's showing it. He's playing so well, linking up all the attacks. Like, his movement is brilliant. Just like, yeah, couldn't say enough good things about him, really. Uh, I mean, I might not like him, but he's a good footballer. <laughs> yeah. And then Morocco as well. I just want to give a shout-out to Amrabat in the midfield, who I'd argue should probably yeah. be in the team of the tournament. He has been fantastic for them. Actually, like, this tournament will have a very interesting team of the tournament yeah. with all the underdogs going through. Am I making this up? Or did Amrabat used to play for Watford? There was a his older brother oh. played ah. for Watford, who was also called Amrabat, and was mm. also bald. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, should we go into predicting the final? I'm going to put on a song. I put on a Christmas song because I also want us to give a rating as well at the yeah. end for the World Cup. I so. put on a quick song. Yeah. This is one isn't the five minutes that the U2 was. This Thank instead, God. of course, "Merry Christmas Everybody" by Slade, and after that, we will predict the World Cup final. This is Leicester's Student Sound. Demon FM. Demon Football Show. The sale is still on. I'm here with Evan and Adam talking about the World Cup. We are moving on now to the World Cup final, which will be played on Sunday. France versus Argentina. I'm going to cut to the Masters. Who have you guys got winning? Uh, I think Argentina. I'm going for them. And you go. You go first. You go. You go. (laughs) You go. I know what you want to say. Just say it. No. Just saying. Oh, I, I'm less sure I'm going to say Argentina to back my winner prediction. Yes. Oh, so you don't care about the rigged game. I mean, sorry, the sweepstakes that oh, you yes. almost so accidentally so got, got France. France. Mm. You drew it out, Evan. You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> you, you drew you drew the ball out that said... Look, if I was corrupt, France. wouldn't I put myself as Argentina then? 
Is Argent- who's got Argentinos at Chelsea? No one. Uh, there were, there, yeah, there were two teams. So for those unaware, we did a uh, sweepstake with members of Demon Media. I uh, just asked around who was interested. There were two spots in the sweepstake left over. So we kind of made, we decided those uh, spots would go to charity if the, you know that money, sorry, the money would go to charity if those teams won. Those teams ended up being Spain and Argentina. <laughs> um, so... I, it's me versus a charity in the final of the sweepstakes. So, well, no Argentina, that's not my team now. There are a few things that I want from my life. I want money to go to charity. Yeah. I want Messi to have his own World Cup. Yeah. And I want France to crash and burn so Zidane can become their manager. Mm. He's my favorite player of all time. I don't care. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> and for that, of course, I'm predicting Argentina. But we are on the Demon FM Twitter, and you will be surprised that the people do agree. 71.4% Fra- uh, Argentina yes. and 28.6% France. It's not, I don't think it's that people are voting with like logic because if France has a big possibility of winning this. Yeah. This is a 50 50 game. I think everyone is voting with their hearts. We all want Argentina to win. Yeah. We all want that moment for Messi. We all want that moment for like. It's, it's gonna be so good, man. Mm. It's such a good film moment. Yeah. <sighs> Wednesday. When did they last win the World Cup? Is it 86? No, it was, was it, it was 90 or 86, I think. I, I think 89. No, they wouldn't have been a World Cup in the North. Yeah. <laughs> I am going very to t- very tired. I'm, not, I'm very tired. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. It was the last Maradona one, the second yeah. Maradona one. I'll ask a question for you guys um, about the World Cup. If you had to pick one kind of difference maker, uh, for better for, or for worse in each team, so a team, a player on uh, for Argentina and for France that will either win them the game or cost them the game, Who are you kind of looking at? I don't think... In, I think many people will say Mbappe. I think it might be Griezmann at this point. Mm. I think if, if they lose... If... Uh, I mean, knock on wood, something happens to Griezmann, their midfield could fall apart. Yeah. Not I'll exactly... Not, n- nothing like they won't have structure. It's like no one will be able to provide um, uh, fra- uh, Mbappe enough balls and enough through balls and enough passes. Also, I will put a double prediction. I will add zero as there well, because he's very good. Ju- I mean... He's a, what he's done for his country is amazing. He captains them, but Larice still gives me the shivers sometimes. Mm. Some of the things he does, I'm like, especially when he, not he's so much at eight. France, but in a Spurs shirt, he, he, he does some questionable things. Look, like. He's on his age. He's yeah. a bit older. So I, I think he, I think he deserves a nice retirement. I think just, just let him retire from the national team. No, I think, it, yeah, he's my one who could either win it for them or cost, you know, yeah. cost them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna move on to my one for Argentina. Which oh is, yeah, of course. I mean, the obvious. Let's just skip over. Messi will win them the game if of someone. Course. If it has to be a player who wins them, if it's a player that costs them, though, I'm looking at Nicolas Otamendi at centre back. <laughs> yeah, um, he's I'm thinking a... with how good Griezmann's movement has been and how quick he's been there, and as the quick players around Mbappe and Dembele as well, he could very easily get caught out on counter attacks. Yeah. And general. zero is like uncompared in the air. I'm sorry, he's yeah. just so good. Also, a very underappreciated striker. So I think. Um, I'd say Otamendi is probably one of the players who could lose. You know, I think that's probably... And they actually probably need that second centre-back because Romero's excellent, but they kind of need someone yeah. else to come through. Um, I, th- I, think I, think with, I think with France as well, it depends. I mean, he didn't start last night because he was ill, but it's, I think it's a toss-up between Upamecano and Kanate starting. Well, I thought Kanate was excellent. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Final, whereas, well, I uh, think if he's back, yeah. Deschamps will start Upamecano again. I, be, I mean, I didn't think... I wasn't impressed by Upamecano against England. Nah. But then again, you know, Kanate was against... Although Morocco played excellently, 
it was still technically easier opposition. Yeah. So, but I'd still I'd back Canate based on that performance. Well, yeah, you know he's played and he's only young. He's played a lot of big games. You know, Champions League final. Yeah. I know he lost, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Doing he's doing great. He's doing great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we'll do one more thing, or just quick, uh, rapid fire, uh, some quick questions before we come to our final overall rating of the World Cup. Yes. First off, uh, player of the tournament, Evan. Uh, it's kind of difficult to pick. I mean, it's kind of difficult to deny Messi at this point, so I'll go with Messi. All right, Adam? Griezmann. I'm going to say Messi as well, to be honest, though. No. Like, I, I rate the Griezmann pick, though. He has yeah, he's been very critical. Excellent for them. Um, Now I'm going to go on to, uh, let's say, we'll go for game of the tournament. Argentina of uh, Netherlands. Nothing beats that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Well, I would say <sighs> difficult. I'm going to go for... You know, if I'll uh, game, 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 game. I'm, my mind's blanking right now. Yeah. You know, mine for the good times. I'm gonna say England, Wales. Why not? <laughs> I probably I would have said Netherlands, Argentina. But this would be different. I think Germany, Japan was a good. I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah, yeah. Japan yeah. is the second One, close. What I am gonna move on to, and what I was I was gonna talk about that for my moment of the tournament was Ooh. just the entirety of the the final match day of Group E. Um, you know, what insanity. Being, about every single team going through at one point. Which you know, one? Which group was that again? Uh, Germany, Spain, uh, Japan, yeah, Costa Rica. Yeah, a few minutes where Japan and Costa Rica were going through for about <laughs> a minute. That was a, just pure madness. It was incredible to watch live. What about you guys? Uh, There's funny. so many great moments this year. It's like insanity. I like I, I got emotional when like Morocco made it because they wrote history and they were so. Their celebrations was incredible. Uh, I, I love the celebrations Argentina is doing. Buenos Aires is on fire. <laughs> it's I think insane. My, my moment of the tournament, I think, just about how significant it was for the country as well. When Saudi Arabia beat Argentina, I think that's still incredible. That, yeah. was, that was a madness. And if Argentina go, go on to win as well. Yeah. I will go with moment, uh, everything Japan related. Either is it uh, their coach literally bowing down before he leaves when their uh, when their fans cleaned up the stadium mm. <laughs> all the project blue lock memes we, Japan yeah. Japan is a moment I'll give a quick one more mention though to Hakimi's pen winning penalty against Spain yes. mm. um, oh, that was ice cold oh, <laughs> so ice cold so I haven't good. seen such an ice cold penalty since Benzema's last year against yeah. City oh my god and also like a very nice one was Canada scoring their first goal in a World Cup. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Alfonso Davies taking the lead. Who was that against? Was it? Mor- it was Croatia, I think. That was a great moment. Um, and then finally, as we do with the DFS, yes, uh, we do a sale. We do a sale. The DFS sale, which I introduced Evan to this year, and I'm very glad about that. Um, is basically so. Adam, we will rate this whole World Cup from zero percent to a hundred percent. A hundred percent off. That is the best thing ever. Zero mm-hmm. percent dreadful. Okay. So, I'll start with Evan. How do um, you rate? Last time I rated the World Cup, it was at 70%. And I said, if the knockouts deliver, this is an 80, this is an easy 80. It's yeah. 80% with an option to be 90 if Argentina wins. Yeah. That's a personal opinion. But, like, not critically, it's one of the best World Cups we've had in years. Yeah. Like, it's so... You have so many underdogs winning, so many great games, so many great goals. It's a good tournament. It's a good yeah. tournament. Uh, Adam? I'm going to say... I'm going to go a bit lower. I've got reason. I would say 60%. Only because I just feel like... Because normally in the summer, everyone's got a lot more time on their yeah. hands. I haven't watched as many games as I thought I would have, just because I've been so busy with, with uni. And I just think some of the games in the Russia World Cup were still superb. I, 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 I still don't know if a couple, some of them games can live up to 
this year's World Cup. But I'm not, I, it's still been a great World Cup. I'm not mm, saying it was, yeah. it's was. it been poor. It hasn't. I think I'll go for 60% off as well because mm. when I did my first rank, I put it as 50, you know, it was 100 for the football and zero for Qatar. Yeah. And I think I still feel that zero about Qatar, but I'm going to boost up slightly because of how good yeah. so many of the moments in the knockout rounds have been. So mm. I'll give it... To I'll give it sixty percent, you know, because the football has been so great. See the first African team in a semi-final, which you haven't mentioned. Good on you, like I, mean, I know we played Morocco. The first African team in a semi-final yeah. yes. that is huge. It's, it's insane. Like I mean, I think the only continents mm-hmm. now to have never had a semi-final are Antarctica, which I I wonder why that's happened, and yeah. uh, Oceania, Australasia. Oh, yeah. Apart from that, every other nation, every other oh, yeah, continent. Um, then South Korea gets the semi-final. South Korea yeah. in the 2000, and in the first ever World Cup, America made the semi-finals. So, yeah. Um, so that was it for today. That was it for the Christmas special. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and, um, of course, special thank you to Adam James for coming. Mm-hmm. We will have this combination again because I don't know if you realize they're both Liverpool fans and I will bring them <laughs> hey. on for after a certain knockout game so I can laugh. <laughs> uh, not uh. I'm saying that we're winning, but we're definitely winning. I rate that. I rate that. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so see you guys in the new year. We'll be back at our normal time of Wednesdays, and 5 to 6 to Thursdays. we will give you all the sales you want for the new year. Yeah, but for today, our sale is officially over. Enjoy your holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.